0: Welcome to the Unleash Your Voice podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Gioruso, performer and creator by nature, voice specialist and leadership coach by day. And I work with entrepreneurs all over the world to help them unleash their voice and step into the leader that they were destined to be. This podcast is an unfiltered look at what it takes to truly own who you are as a leader, unleash your voice and get your message to the masses. Are you ready to turn up the volume on your dreams, your desires, and your income? Sweet. Let's get started. What's up? What's up, you guys? And welcome to today's episode of the Unleash Your Voice podcast. Today's episode is going to be all about manifestation. And I think it's so funny because I've been in this online space for what I would say like a hot second, like... I came into the personal development world when I was about like 19 under very strange circumstances where I found myself on a bus with like 20 strangers somehow on my way to a personal development event, a leadership conference. I knew no one except for a couple people who I went to university with. And it all came from like a really devastating time in my life, um, financially where I felt like I didn't have a way out. So I kind of like jumped on a bus with a bunch of strangers. Um, My friend convinced me to come to Portland with them and I was like, you know what, let's just fricking do it. And that's kind of when I started to see this business world, right? This world outside of what I thought was just this broke artist world forever and ever and ever, right? Forever and ever until... You know, I'm like 45 and I finally maybe get the role that I want, which is what kind of a lot of people speak to. It's like, you're going to try your whole life. And then maybe when you're like 50, that's when your career is going to make it. And I remember just thinking to myself, this is bullshit. <laughs> this is bullshit. Because I saw my parents at like 40 and 45 and stuff like that, just like have this devastating time where they kind of lost everything. And I thought, you know what? Like, how come I have to wait that long to feel like I've made it? And then all of a sudden lose everything in a hot second, like bullshit. I know there's a different way. So I've been in it for a hot second, but, um, it really wasn't until a couple of years ago that I came onto this online space where people were talking about things that I already believed in. And I was like, what other people believe in these things? And it was so funny because I had always been just like obsessed with like, having this idea that life gets to be magic. And if something happens, it's like life gets to be a big adventure. I honestly took this, I stole this quote from Peter Pan when I was like very young and it became my mantra for my life, which is to live will be an awfully big adventure, right? If you haven't seen Peter Pan, like, come on, get on it. Yo. Uh, I was also, really obsessed with Jeremy Sumter's version um, when I was like in junior high to the point where I was like obsessed with Jeremy Sumter. I had like a poster. I knew his birthday it was really weird, but anyways, that's a live action one, but we want to go for the OG, okay? But I was like, oh, life gets to be magical. So no matter anything that happened, I was like, okay, this is going to be an adventure. Any failed relationships, I was like, awesome, this is going to be an adventure. Any really awkward circumstances and social situations that I get myself into, I was like, And I still am like this where I'm like, this is going to be a really big adventure. It's so funny because I always joke and I say that my life is like a Seinfeld episode and I'm currently writing, um, a book, which is super exciting. I've been writing it on and off for a year. That's a whole nother story. I'll get so into that in the next few episodes solo when I'm just hanging out with you and my microphone. Um, but What's really funny is that I've always had this outlook of like, how does this shit happen to me? And I think it's because I have this like open awareness of everything gets to be an adventure. So I'm not scared of a lot of things. And I was just thinking about this today when I was doing my laundry. And I was thinking about all these times that I tried really hard to manifest things, right? So I came into the space a couple of years ago. I learned about this thing called manifestation. And I was like, what? That's a thing? And law of attraction's a thing. I just thought, like, because I had this open outlook and perceptive of uh, perception of life being like an adventure and just taking whatever came my way. And if it wasn't given to me, I was gonna build it myself. And just all these things and like, oh, it's just really magical coincidence. Like I've always seen life to be magic. And I was like, holy shit, this, this stuff is real. Like other people are talking about this. Cool. So of course I went down the rabbit hole of trying to like master it. <laughs> and Like once you're in the rabbit hole and once you've gone through like, Oh, what are some limiting beliefs that I have and blah, blah, blah. You start to kind of dig yourself into this hole of constantly being aware of your thoughts, which is really powerful and really amazing. But to the point where you put yourself in so much resistance around what you want, because you don't trust it, you try to actively control what you want. So for example, We do a lot of stuff for ego, right? This is not a new thing. If you're in the manifestation world, if you're not, if you're not in like the spiritual world and you're like, Danielle, you're freaking me out. That's fine. But we do a lot of stuff from ego. We do a lot of stuff and create a lot of goals from how can I look really awesome? Or how can I feel like I'm on top? Or how can I put these people lower than me? So I feel like I finally made it. And a lot of it is trying to reconcile things that happened when we were little that made us feel not good enough and try to climb this ladder so that we can finally feel that sense of love or finally feel that sense of acceptance or finally feel that sense of like being good enough and having someone proud of us. Right. And a lot of the times we either try to force and control to make it happen, or we find ourselves in circumstances where we're like, why isn't this happening? And then we like go into a whole spiral where we think we're not good enough. But really every single time I was reflecting on this earlier, every single time that something hasn't worked out, it's because I didn't really want it. It's because I was using it as a distraction from what I really, really wanted like what I wanted so badly. So if it was a relationship that I had like made my world, it was because maybe like I wanted the relationship to work out so much so that I didn't have to do what I really wanted to do in my business. Where if I felt like someone was holding me home and keeping me here locally, I wasn't going to travel. So I was like, oh, like, you know what? I'll travel maybe once in a while and stuff. But really, I had this deep desire to see the world. And then when that relationship ended, what did I do? I saw the world the entire year. And yes, I had other relationships, but they never kept me stuck. And when they did, it was like, I recognized, no, no like, even though maybe I might feel stuck or something like that, I'm still not going to let it hold me back. I'm still going to just do what I want to do. But it's so funny how, what we oftentimes do is we create these distractions or we think we need to have these certain goals in order to get something. And sometimes it's actually very subconscious. Like we don't even think about it. So for example, if you're like, I need to get the clients right now, I want to get the clients and you put yourself in a really scary circumstance where you're like, if I don't get the clients, I'm going (laughs) to die. I'm going to go broke or something like that. Like I have to do, it now, I want you to recognize, and if you feel like you're in a lot of resistance and it's not like a, I'm going to make this happen no matter what, like you're like, how does everyone have that mentality right now? I'm just covered with fear and I don't even know how to get my way out of it. Right. If you're in that space, it's probably because the action that you took was to distract you from what you really want and what you really want is going to circle back around no matter what you just get to decide if you're going to go for it, or if you're going to continue to make your life really hard by doing things for ego. So for example, if you've always wanted a successful business and you want to travel the world and stuff like that, and you want to be like a digital nomad, but what you really, really want is to write a book. So this is me. Okay. Last year, I remember sitting in a coffee shop and being like, so I started writing a book and who am I to write a book?" And, uh, I'm the girl who got C's in English. I'm the girl who, the only reason why she passed high school English was cause she asked you a video essay for her grade 12 year. I'm like, okay. I'm also, I've taken playwriting, which is so funny. This is a side note, but if you ever really want to make yourself feel uncomfortable by how amazing you are, write yourself a one page bio of all your accomplishments. Because I was like, oh yeah, I took playwriting and I worked with one of the top like best selling authors of a really incredible book who taught me playwriting, who taught me how to write, who taught the process of that and was someone who actually was one of my greatest supporters in university. And yet I still had the story in my head of, oh, this is just something that I'm going to do. And I had this idea that, oh, I'm just going to self-publish and it's just going to like be a thing that I kind of do, but I really wanted it. And so what did I do? I distracted myself with seminars and events and relationships and trying to fill offers and try to be busy and try to have as many clients as physically possible and all these things that I wanted that I wanted. Yeah, like, of course, clients and money are amazing, right? And of course, I want to work with people privately because I freaking love what I do. But it came from this space of distraction. I didn't realize this until recently when I was just thinking about how clear my space is right now and how I just have so much space. Like I'm in it right now where, okay, I just launched something. I'm in like a lull. Um, cause I just launched something. Right. So it's like, I have some ideas, but I'm not like actively launching something currently. And I'm like, okay. And I have some space in my calendar and I have some really incredible podcast interviews coming up and all these amazing things. But like, I have space and I'm also like single right now. What's up guys. So like, I have what's up? Do you know of anyone hit me up? No, I'm just kidding. But, um, I like have space and I just sat and I thought, okay, like, I kind of want to write a book. And so my friends, so a couple of my friends have been wanting to write books too. And I felt very triggered by them when they would talk about it because I'm like, Oh, like I already have half this book written already. Cause I've been spending like the year writing it. And, I haven't been gung ho about it, but every time someone talked about writing a book, I would get very triggered and I would feel like, Oh, like, of course they're writing a book. Like I can't write a book now. Right. Just be like being very, very scared of it. I would say like scared of this fact that like people are doing things that I want to do. And that's a really good indication. If you feel triggered or like jealous it's because people are doing things that you actually want to do. And so it's like not this space where you have to be like, Oh, like, fuck them. Right. (laughs) But it's from the space that you can say, Oh my God, thank you for showing me what I want. And thank you for showing me what I need. And I had this moment with one of my really close friends where she was taking a writing course to write a book proposal. And I'm like, Oh, that's super cool. Like maybe I'll take it this other day. Like maybe I'll take it like later on. That's really cool that you're doing that. And she's like, just fucking do it. Really? She said, Danielle, I believe in you so much. You have to believe in you too. Is what her exact words to me. And it just like rocked me to a core. Like it rocked me off my ass. I was like, "Holy shit." I've been sitting on this for a year because I've been too scared to it, because self-publishing has been something where I'm like, "Okay, I'm going to do it" cuz I I have all the creative rights, but it's been terrifying because once again, I had that thought of, "Okay, what if it doesn't work? What if no one gets this? What if no one wants to buy this?" Right? What if my idea is not good enough, right? Are you thinking about this in other areas of your life right now? Because just reflect on it for a hot second, okay? And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to write it. And so I started my book proposal. And for a course that takes 10 days, I got it done in about three. And I have never been more lit up in my life. Yesterday I was woken up in the dead of sleep at like 3:50 AM. I swear to God, my soul was like, cool. So you're up. Cool. So we've been downloading all this information, um, while you've been sleeping and we're like, ready to put it on paper. Thanks. <laughs> like woke me up in the dead of sleep. I just like launched up and was like, okay, I guess like I was wired. I felt so well rested. It was very strange for me. And I was like, okay, I need to write. And I just like wrote it out and I finished it. And I was like, holy shit, like, this is amazing. And I still have some sample chapters. I have to go back and edit, but it's just, it's been so easy. And it almost to the point where it's actually made me feel very guilty because I'm like, Oh my God, this is so fun. And it's so easy, but I avoid it for an entire year because in my head I was like, okay, this is a big vision project. This isn't a like quick results. This isn't a money-making activity, quote unquote, whatever, immediately in this space. So who am I to do this when I have all these other goals? Who am I to sit down and surrender? And it was just a lightning bolt for me at that time. I was like, holy shit. Like, this is why, this is why I, like, literally the universe put me in a place where I have so much space right now to do this. And because I've been sitting on it for a year, I've shown that, like, I cannot have distractions because I've been avoiding it so much. So yeah, I felt resistance, but it has its own gravitational pull. And this is how you know you want something like deep down that you actually want it, not from an ego driven place, not from a whatever place. It's that it actually has its own gravitational pull. Like it, it has a pull of its own. So every time that I felt resistance and I walked away from my laptop within five seconds, I feel like, Oh my God, I have such a good idea. Let me grab my laptop and like continue writing. And There's days that I wake up and I'm like, I need to go to the coffee shop and I need to write, right? And it's just amazing. It's amazing. And I thought, oh, oh, who am I to feel this because it's not in my business? Who am I to feel feel this way about something because it's not directly related to the sales that I'm going to make today in this moment? But that's not for me to decide. That's not for me to control is something that I would really realize. Um, Something that I've been listening to a lot of people say is there's no lack of well-being and then well-being. It's like, well-being is your core. Well-being is your core. It's not lack of clients and then abundance of clients, even though it feels very separate. It's like, okay, are you allowing the flow of everything that is meant for you to come into your life with a gravitational pull? Because it will. When it's lined up, it will. It's like, this is what I was thinking in my head too. I was like, getting you to your desires when you're in resistance is like getting a drunk best friend to bed. Okay, I'm going to do a video about this because I think it's hilarious, but honestly, the universe, God, whatever the fuck you believe in, okay, insert that here, getting you to what you actually want is like getting a drunk best friend to, to bed because you being the drunk best friend, your friend is like, or loved one or whatever, significant other, and if you've ever tried to get a significant other to bed or a loved one, someone that you love so much and you're like dude, you just got to sleep. Okay. <laughs> sleep. You are like a bull in a China shop right now. You're breaking shit. You're falling down the stairs. Like we just got to get you to bed and they just have something else on their mind and they're going to make it happen. Right. So think of it this way. You are that person in that circumstance. And the resistance is what's fucking with your brain. Right. Just like how alcohol like fucks with your brain. The resistance is what's fucking with your brain. It's fucking with your emotions. It's getting you like really cluttered in your head and you can't think clearly. So the universe is like, get to bed. We're going to take care of everything. You're going to feel amazing in the morning. It's all going to be good. And you're like, no, no, no. I think we should make mac and cheese at 3am. And they're like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. And you're like, no, no, no. I decided I want this. This is what I want. Cause I'm going to prove to you how sober I am. It's going to happen. And I'm just going to do it. And like, you are a t- determined little tricky bitch, right? So you might do it and you might still get it, but The best thing for you that's gonna feel is like getting to bed, and that has its own gravitational pull. Through the whole night, you're like, Oh, I can't wait to sleep, I can't wait to sleep, but I gotta eat first, but I can't wait to sleep, but I can't wait to sleep, but I gotta do this first. And once you get into bed, you're like out cold, you're out like a light. It's ever like it just you just surrender and it just happens, and then you wake up the next morning and you're like, Oh my god, I feel amazing, right? Or you maybe don't, but like you it just has its own gravitational pull. Everything that you want is just happening for you, right? And I think that's really important to note because really like you are in control of your destiny, right? You are like, I strongly believe that there's this big, bigger picture plan laid out for you, but like this huge plan is laid out for you. This huge road is laid out for you. But these desires that are in your heart are like, go this way, go this way. It's like your GPS, right? Everyone talks about GPS, like your inner guidance system, but it really is. It's like, you're on this road. You got, you know where you need to go. And you can take other alternative routes and it'll just be like rerouting, like rerouting, (laughs) rerouting. Right. And you can ignore your desires, but the whole time it's gonna be like rerouting, rerouting. Right. So you can either make it really easy on you and take off the resistance and just like actually listen to what you want, or you can make it really hard on yourself. And even today I was thinking about this it's, I get little nudges where I'm like, oh, I should go to a coffee shop. Right. So this is me yesterday. I was like, oh, I should go to a coffee shop, but it's like minus 30 here. And I'm like, fuck that. Right. But I was like, oh, I should start my car. And I kept getting this like nudge to start my car. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do it today. I'm not going to do it today. Anyways, I wake up today to go to the coffee shop. Right. Cause I'm like, oh, I'll do it today. Right. And my whole time, my gut's just telling me to go yesterday, go yesterday. And so I, <laughs> I go and I start my car today and my car doesn't start. My car does not start. The, the battery is good, but it's not good enough to turn my car over because it's like minus 30 here Celsius for all my Americans who listen in. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, oh shit, like this is why. This is why my gut was like, Kate, like you need to go yesterday. You have to go yesterday because today, now my car doesn't start. And I probably would have started yesterday if I would have started my car and like drove it around for a bit, right? And it's so funny because it's not something that we need to shame ourselves for, but just recognizing it like oh that's so funny like now i get to have a different adventure it's just rerouting me like i'm always on the right track i'm always always on the right track you are always on the right track but it's just rerouting me so yeah my card isn't start today but what's going to happen i'm just going to boost it it's not going to be a big deal right like, it's not going to be a big deal unless I make it a big deal. I can make this ruin my entire day. I could be like, oh my God, life is so difficult for me. Why? Why? Like, oh, I should have gotten yesterday. Let me beat myself up about this today and how I've, I've really screwed myself over with this one. And I know that maybe if you're anything like me, you wouldn't do that for like little things like this that feel little, but maybe you didn't hit your income goal this month. And that's what you're like, oh my God, I knew I should have done this. I knew I should have made the goal of this. Like I knew it just take it as feedback. It's just information unless you attach an emotional charge to it. And then it's like emotional turmoil and existential crisis. But what you can do instead is just recognize it for what it is, which is just rerouting. Cool. It's just rerouting. And life gets to be this big fucking adventure, no matter what, like, even if things are like super sketchy, like it gets to be a big adventure. There was one time that I remember, um, when I was, I want to say 17 or 18 or something like that. Anyways, our lights got shut off and I remember coming home from the university super, super late. Like it was just a really rough time in my life. And so I come home and our lights are off, but my mom happened to like flicker these can like those like little candles, the little like tea lights that are electric. She like flicked a bunch on, she put on a plate for me to take downstairs because we didn't have lights. And so I remember like picking up and my dad was just like super in a not a good place. And he's like, I'm so sorry, Danielle. Like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, you know what, dad, like to live in darkness tonight will be an awfully big adventure. Right. And so that's the most powerful thing is to live in darkness will just be a beautiful adventure too. Like you could see that as something that could completely destroy your world or you can see it as an adventure. And it really was. And I think about that night a lot because every time that I'm in a situation where it doesn't feel Like I can see my way out. I'm like, okay, this will be an awfully big adventure. Even some of the most hilarious dating stories that I have, and I have a lot of them, that's going to be a whole chapter in my book. That's also going to be my standup comedy routine when Netflix finally gives me my own special. So y'all Netflix, it's your move, but we'll be come laugh at my love life. Not like a douchey way, but in a way that's like, <laughs> Hey, like let's talk about how hilarious some of this stuff is right. That happened because of course, like my life is a giant Seinfeld episode. So, <laughs> so good. But the truth of the matter is, is a lot of these things you can either look at as, Oh my gosh, this feels like shit. And it could feel like shit when you're in it. And honestly, when you're in so much resistance and you're trying to resist what's happening to you or happening for you, I should say, because everything's going to be rerouting you when you resist what's happening for you right now in this moment, you create such resistance for you. It's like, just go to bed already, (laughs) right? Like just allow it to happen. Allow it to happen. Not in this place from like defeat, but from surrender, Like just allow yourself to emotionally and physically and energetically relax. It's like when you feel the waves kind of, and you're trying to like resist the waves in the ocean. Now I'm terrified of the ocean, but I have been in a situation where I've been in the ocean and I've been freaking out because the waves are really high and I'm freaking out. And it just like, feels like, Oh my God. And I get like water in my, in my mouth. And it's like, Oh my God. Right. But (laughs) there's times where you like, when you stop resisting the waves, you go with it right? Like it just carries you. But if you continue to try to resist and go against the stream, it's not going to be able to carry you to shore. Just allow the waves to carry you to where you need to be. But from that, keep the bigger vision in mind because your bigger vision is probably where it's trying to get you to. So keep your eyes on the shore, allow the waves to carry you surrender to what is of your highest good and the highest good for all. So a lot of people say, but pretty much like, realize that this is all happening for you to get you where you need to be. Have you ever been in a situation where things happen and you're like, oh my God, this is the shittiest situation ever, but it got me where I needed to be. That was when I hopped on that bus with 20 strangers. It was like my whole life was crumbling around me. Everything sucked. It was shitty, <laughs> but I was like, this is going to be an adventure. And I remember going to brunch and crying into my pancakes to my friend Aaron and. Aaron She's like, come with us. Come with us to Portland. Like, come with us. Go to this thing. Like, there's these people you have to meet. Like, let's go. And at the time, I was like, this is so weird. The whole time, I just kept an open mind with it. And I was like, oh, this is so weird. This is so weird. I go, and we go to Portland, and we watch these speakers on stage. And I'm writing in notes in my phone because I didn't bring a journal and I was like, why is everyone writing down what these people are saying? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> like, this is super weird. I, and I was so bratty at the time, right? I'm like, this is weird. Like, why is everyone so interested in what these people have to say? It's weird, right? And I found myself visualizing myself speaking on stage, which is so funny because I have an entire background of performance. I've always known that I'm destined to be on stage some way or another. I'm destined to create, tell stories, everything, like both in performance and in writing with playwriting stuff like that. I've always been obsessed with telling stories. And and in my life, right? Because you know, full-time stand-up comedian over here, right? I love telling stories. And and also podcast host, so obviously, clearly I love talking as well. But I I just remember sitting there and being like, why do I feel like I need to be on that stage? Why do I feel like that's the stage that I need to be on with the microphone in my hand? I have no story to tell. I don't know what the hell is happening with my life right now. Like I feel like I'm in shambles. And I started to just visualize myself on stage talking about what I was going, going through at the time, talking about getting on that bus, talking about not knowing anyone. Like I was just had that going in my head. And then we had a speaker come on John Maxwell, if you know who that is amazing. I have not listened to stuff since that day, but I know FM Right. And obviously, and I saw him speak that day and stuff, but, um, the coolest part that he was talking about something with purpose and finding your purpose and allowing your purpose to find you and all this stuff. And I had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. Right. I was like, what is going on? And I wrote it all on my phone. And to this day, I look back at those notes and it's everything that I teach on to this day. Like everything that I teach on right now is like purpose, finding your passion, like finding your own voice, why you need to share the story that you're here meant to share. Right. And at the time it made no sense, but now I'm like, holy, that was a rerouting experience so i could be there in that moment and be taken out of my comfort zone so much so that i could recognize a deep desire that i actually had which was to share my story on stage and to be on stage in a way that i had never been on stage before right and it's so funny because even on the way back they on the on the bus ride everyone was like talking about like oh their stories and stuff and they're passing around the mic on this like 15 hour bus ride And everyone's walking up to the front telling their story. And my friends told me like, you should go up, you should go up. So I go up to the front and I tell them exactly what I was going through at the time. I said, hey, I don't even know why I'm here. Um, This is what I experienced this weekend. And for some reason, I just feel really called to share this with you guys, all that stuff. And by the end of it, people were like crying and sobbing. And I'm walking down the aisles and everyone's high-fiving me. And someone turned around and they said, you have an amazing story. And that's going to change lives one day. And I was like, what? No, I don't. <laughs> I was like, what? No, I don't even have enough money to like pay for food tomorrow when we get back into Calgary. Like, I was like, what are you talking about? An amazing story. Like I felt like such a failure at the time. I was like, oh my God, no, look at all these people who are doing so amazing, some amazing things in the world. And look where I'm at right now. Right. That's what I felt. But it, all of that together now thinking back in it, cause that was like, what, like six, seven years ago. No, wait, how old am I? <laughs> seven years ago. <laughs> maybe eight. I don't know. But that long, I, I just realized like, oh, that was rerouting me to do what I'm meant to do right now. That's rerouting me to tell this story on this podcast in this moment. How wild is that? <laughs> Even like I always say one conversation, one moment in your life can change the trajectory of the, the entire world, to be honest. And it's a powerful thing. So right now, if you're in that moment where you're like, I'm so fucking frustrated, why isn't it happening? Or you're like trying to force a manifestation outcome, or you're like, oh, I need to make this work, right? Just have a second. How can you surrender? How can you surrender to the waves? Not in this form of giving up, but in this form of like deeply allowing yourself to float and lessening the resistance. How can you do that? And if you're like, I don't even know, then you're so close into it and you're avoiding something so massive in your life. And I would write down a list of like, what's everything you want to accomplish right now in your life? Not in this moment, not today, but what's something that you want that's a bigger picture item that you're avoiding because you don't think it's going to give you immediate results or immediate success. That right there is what you're resisting and the world is going to put it into your hands unless you claim it first. So it's up to you. Okay. Okay. That's that. That's all for me for today, y'all. I love you guys so much. Kick ass, take names, change the world. And if you loved this episode, leave a bang and review, obviously, on the iTunes. Or I don't know if you can leave a review on the SoundCloud, but definitely leave me one on the iTunes. Let me know that you love this. Share this on the social medias, and yeah, come hang out with me in unfiltered and unleashed. Uh, which is my Facebook group, which is so good. Um, I drop a lot of amazing truth bombs in there. I also go live in there a lot of the time. I share all my information there first of what's coming up in my life, of what I'm doing. I get really raw and really real with my experiences. Um, For example, like as I'm writing this book and share a little bit of tips and tricks with you guys every single day and the behind the scenes of all things Danny. So if you love that, go hang out there, follow me on Instagram at Danny Druso and yeah, you're fabulous. Stopping so secretive about it. Okay, love you guys. Bye. I hope you love, love, loved that episode. If you want to come hang out with me a little bit more and maybe talk some more leadership love and unfiltered voice? Then you can go ahead and find me on social media at Danny Driuso. And I would love for you to come join me in my private Facebook community. This is where the conversation continues. Okay, so I'm always in there giving you guys live trainings and information and just making sure that you guys are fully supported in your business life and leadership. Okay. It's a totally free Facebook community and you can find the link below in the show notes to come join me there. And I would love, love, love for you guys to leave me a review if you feel so moved to and let me know how you are loving these episodes. Okay. And maybe who you want to see on next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Unleash Your Voice podcast and go be bright, be bold, and be you.